To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host here at the K-drama Cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, 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 welcome. If this is not your first time here and you're joining me again, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in again to another one of my rants slash reviews slash recaps slash everything under the sun revolving Korean dramas. So welcome or welcome back. On today's episode, I will be doing my final impression slash thoughts slash review on tomorrow tomorrow yeah tomorrow but tomorrow just ended i finished episode 16 a couple of days ago i wanted some time to process because i had quite a few thoughts on it um but yeah i just wanted to share what i over all thought about the show but most importantly what i thought about the finale episodes 15 and episode 16 of tomorrow uh so sit back wind down relax get yourself some tea some coffee something to drink and just enjoy today's episode if you guys are driving please drive safe if you guys are at work have a wonderful day at work you got this if you are a student you got this oh i think finals are done right i don't know we're going into summer you guys got this we got this okay all right let's get into the episode but before we get into the episode i have to ask have you had your coffee yet have you had your coffee and if you have not go get yourself a coffee go make yourself a coffee if you're about to leave don't forget your coffee don't forget your caffeine don't forget your matcha don't forget your tea and let me know what you're gonna have let me know what your go-to is let me know what you're drinking as you're listening to this let me know any recommendations i want to know it all um for me i actually am having (sighs) macchiato i don't know if you guys know or have ever heard of this place called macchiato macchiato coffee house um, it's in SoCal, mostly in the LA County area. I don't know if there's any any other coffee houses outside of the LA County area, but um, since I live in there, obviously, like, so I yeah, so it's macchiato. If it's famous for its potted plant macchiato, um. I don't know, but it's pretty cool. It's like pretty much a macchiato or like a is it a milk tea or macchiato? But it's like it's a drink and then on top of it they have like some kind of I don't know what they have, like some kind of cream. And on top of that they have like chocolate crumbs. I think it's like maybe Oreo crumbs on top that makes it look like it's a potted plant. It's pretty cool. But what I got was their lavender macchiato. So pretty much a macchiato with lavender syrup to make it sweet, but like florally, if that makes sense. And I've gotten it before uh, and I've already enjoyed it. But yes, it's so good. A lot of people don't like like floral type of teas. Like they don't like rose tea, jasmine. Wait, is jasmine? 
um, and lavender. <laughs> but I actually love that taste. I love like the herbal taste. I love matcha, like raw matcha. Like Starbucks matcha is good, but I like the authentic stuff even more. Um, but yeah, that weird. I, I have a weird palate, so I love lavender. I love rose. I love, I love floral stuff. I love flowers in general, but I love to drink them as teas, milk teas, you name it. So lavender macchiato it is for this one. So let me know if you guys would ever try it, have ever tried it, um, or if you like it or not. So again, join me in drinking macchiato today from macchiato. <laughs> okay, enough coffee talk. Let's get into it. All right. Okay, so tomorrow, as I said, just ended. Let me know if you guys ended up watching it. If you didn't end up watching it, if you started it but never completed it, if you also just watched the finale, and let me know what your thoughts are. If you liked it, you didn't like it, let me know. But for me, I have quite a few thoughts, as I always do, obviously, but uh, I just wanted to share with you guys what I overall thought and then what I thought about the finale so um yeah so I just wanted to do like a recap so you guys can know kind of well or kind of have an idea of what I'm basing off my thoughts on <laughs> okay so tomorrow if you guys have no idea what this is or what this story is about or have never heard of it it's a obviously a Korean drama that came out in on April 1st um, and it just finished airing the last episode on, I think it was May 21st. Um, and it's been interesting. It's been very interesting. So uh, just just to, just to those out there that are coming in blind without knowing anything about the premise or what it's about. So tomorrow is a um and by the way i've actually made a uh part one uh of my first impressions of this show so if you want to hear those you could check that out i also talk about the the synopsis on that episode as well but i'm just gonna recap it one more time just in case um just in case uh so tomorrow is based off a of webtoon i have never read the webtoon I didn't know, I knew that it was going to be based off of Webtoon, but I just wanted to watch it naturally. So I didn't really look into it. Let me know if you guys read it, if it's still going on. I don't really know much about it. If you guys enjoy, if it's worth the read, let me know. But yeah, so I just completely just watched this on its own and just, yeah, didn't compare it with anything else. So tomorrow is about three grim reapers that work together in in the afterworld or at least not the complete afterworld not like heaven or hell but the limbo part of the afterworld that in this story they call jamadong where all the grim reapers meet where there's like different departments like there's the jade emperor who kind of runs and is like the boss of all grim reapers and that's pretty much where they house grim reapers i believe i think they never show anyone like houses or anything but i know that they meet there that's their headquarters yeah 
I'm just gonna go with that. Their headquarters. <laughs> so that's their headquarters, and from there they go off to the land of the living, which is our world, to collect souls, do what uh, do what Grim Reapers do. But each department has its own role. So we have the regular Grim Reapers that actually collect souls, but within that they have different um, sections where there's some group of reapers that only collect criminals and i think some just i guess regular people i didn't really look into that but i know for sure that there's a division where they um they um specifically collect criminal uh, souls criminals and they obviously collect the souls and help them cross over to the other side of the afterworld where it will be decided whether they will be going to hell or heaven there's other departments that help out, like there's this <laughs> division that's called the sales team where they go into their dreams to kind of remind them or kind of give them like a hint, like, hey, like your time is coming up. You know, if you, you know, if you just kind of, I don't know, I think if you cooperate with us, then you will whatever they negotiate with them if as long as you cooperate with us you'll be good that's it and then i can't remember much from there and then other other departments as well they're pretty high tech they're pretty high tech uh they use like ipads or tablets to look up their cases whoever they're going to collect you know stuff like that so within this corporation which is not a corporation but i'm gonna call that or this headquarters jamadong the Jade Emperor, who is the pretty much the CEO, creates a team called the Risk Management Team. And this team, the purpose of this team is not to collect souls, but to save those that are in the brink of taking their own lives. In other words, unaliving themselves, if that makes sense. So pretty much they do the complete opposite of what a Grim Reaper does. Now, this team is not very well received in the entire Jamadong headquarters or district or whatever because it goes against what the purpose and roles of the Grim Reaper is. So you see like different, you know, department heads, you know, going against this team not liking this team wanting this team to go away because pain according to them which is true is a part of life and if a person decides to take their life it's like it's i don't know if it's a predestined thing in their world in their in this spot story but they're ready like the grim reapers are ready to collect that soul they're just waiting for them to kill themselves and to like unalive themselves and it's kind of sad but that's they are kind of desensitized or well they clarify later in the show that they don't truly get desensitized they just kind of have to like put a put up a front so they could just do their jobs but um but yeah so this risk management team is consists of a a woman who used to work in the criminal division of the Grim Reapers under a manager or team lead named Park Jungil. So this girl, 
this woman is called Kuryon. She's the lead of the show. Then Park Jung-gil, who is mysterious, dark, handsome, beautiful, you name it. And he's pretty much team lead, stickler for the rules, you know, nose up in the air, like is always going against Kuryon because Kuryon, Miss Ku, Miss Kuryon is always, she's just, she is something. She's, she's very good at her job, but if she, she pretty much breaks the rules a lot, <laughs> but she does it because she has to do what she has to do, which is save people's lives along with her. The only team member that works with her is Mr. Ryungu. Ryungu. And he, uh, yeah, pretty much works with her. They work together. And within one of their cases, they end up meeting their third member, their temporary, I guess you could say third member, which is uh, um, Choi Jungwoo who is our beautiful, my, my Ruwoo, just kidding, our Ruwoo, <laughs> uh, so the, the, the lovely Ruwoo plays him, and oh, by the way, um, I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't say his name, but Ryung, I can't say his name, I'm sorry, Ryungu, I'm sorry if I'm butchering, okay, Ryungu played by, is played by Yoonji On, and, Park Jung-gil is played by the beautiful Lee Soo-hyuk. Okay, they're all beautiful, okay? Come on, Kim Hee-sun, she's obviously beautiful. Anyways, this is the point. So, these four Reapers, it's pretty much what this whole show is based off of. Um, the story is about these Reapers, why they became Reapers, how they became Reapers, and what their role is. And within that... We see case by case. Uh, we well, each episode it shows case by case of different scenario or of pretty much cases, uh, and that's how and that's how that's how we roll. That's how this the entire story is it's about Grim Reapers, and there is a risk management team that nobody likes because they are out there trying to save as much souls as they can. And the reason why this team was built was because. There was a complaint in hell to the Jade Emperor that there's too many people going to hell because there's a, 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 a rise in people unaliving themselves. And in this story, the punishment for taking your own life is going to hell. And according to this plot, according to this story, um, I don't know if it's according to what this culture believes, but that's just from this story how what the plot is or what their how this their story is now Choi Jung Woon is a human so he's half reaper half human with him in the first episode as I've talked about in in my first impressions um he is pretty much he gets caught up saving a man from taking his own life and he they both end up falling while he was trying to save him they both fall into the i think it's the han river am i just making that up they fall into the river saves he saves the guy but he ends up going into a coma i know the irony 
because he was not supposed to interfere. That's not his fate to be in a coma. And I think the other two didn't go get there on time. I don't know what happened, but they ended up having to give him or like pretty much make him a deal. Hey, either you are in a coma for the next three years or you work for us for six months and then you can wake up. So he obviously chooses the latter, working for them for six months, and he ends up working the risk management team. And bam, that story takes off. He, the, I think from finishing the story, I feel like it's just his adventure working as a Grim Reaper, getting to know everyone, because he is the one who discovers everyone's story. And he, because he doesn't really have much of a background um and i think at first i was kind of upset about it but i i understand and see this is why i need to process um so i understand now is because he was still living and even though they talked a little bit briefly about him being reincarnated but they don't really go into details which i was kind of upset about but it's fine um because he was because he still had a story he still was living and he was there for six months and he was able to meet these people, these Grim Reapers, and see and get to know them and like, you know, be acclimated with them and build like like a camaraderie with them and 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 help them. He he really did help them in their issues that they had, their underlying issues that they were living with for hundreds and hundreds of years. And because of him, because he is such a good person, good heart um he was he kind of melted them and was able to help them cross that bridge of healing i don't know i don't know how else to explain it but that's pretty much the entire plot of the story we get to know about these four characters um not too much into detail but just again their background and why they got to be grim reapers and why they are the way that they are including kurion who who we later find out that she also has taken her life and was was in hell so she is from hell but the jade emperor had given her had talked to her and given her a deal hey if you work as a grim reaper like work for me as a grim reaper work under uh one of my best leaders team leads while i work on creating this risk management team that i want you to lead because because so pretty much it was a deal for her not to be in hell so like let's trade off you work for me and you're not in hell and i want you to do this because there's going to be a time where you have to save someone and it has to be you it has to be you that saves this person so that's why i'm gonna name you as leader and yeah and yeah that's the background of them and i gotta say um if you are watching this show i'm just gonna say if you're watching this show just to learn about the characters, you're gonna find this show slow. If you watch this show as a like case by case and just 
purely watch the show you'll you'll enjoy it to its full potential I was kind of half and half, I have to say, because I wanted to know about Kuryong because she's very mysterious in Park Chung-gil. Um, but at the same time, I was just enjoying, you know, how they were building their relationship, their team. And like I was enjoying how they work together and the cases, you guys, the cases, some of them are are pretty tragic Um some of them, I have to say, are kind of triggering if you guys have dealt with, you know, thoughts of taking your own life. If you guys have dealt with bullying and things like that, they definitely talk a lot about that. Um, they address a lot of that stuff. And I have to say, I, I quite enjoyed it. I definitely cried in quite a few episodes. I did cry. Um, I think I think I did mention my first impression to which episode I cried the most. Um, but I think I have to say, if you guys have watched this show, let me know what your favorite episode or what your favorite case is. But my favorite, my favorite one was, or well, the one that I cried was um, the most was Ryungu's story. Very very sad, very very sad, and very sad very sad um but before i get into how i felt about everything and stuff like that let me just tell you guys how it ended let me just explain to you guys just give you guys a recap of how it ended so episode 15 and episode 16 we finally get into the background of miss koo so the entire show she's very mysterious she's very like don't talk to me she's very like harsh but you see little hints in there of something that makes you want to know okay why did you do that why does she have like a red string around her wrist why and her her and park Yale are kind of weird with each other like what's going on and with park Yale, like you obviously want to know what's up with him i mean I could have been fine just for him just being who he is, but the fact that I f- we found out his background was pretty pretty special. Um, but either way, he was just like the character on itself. Like it was just great. Like he was such a he was great. But yeah, so it starts off with fifteen. Um, we see, jeez. Oh, we see the entire, sorry, 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 no. Episode 14 is Kurion's past life. Episode 15 and 16 is the last case that they deal with, which is uh, Ryu Cho Hui's, Hui's case. And she is a popular idol actress who used to be, who is a reincarnated, uh, or let me just let me backtrack. She who she was Gurion's maid back in the Joseon era, um, back in the Joseon era, and has now reincarnated as Ryu Chohyu, the popular idol actress. She becomes a case because she deals with a lot of stuff. Um, Choi Jun Woon actually knows her because when he was in the military when he was doing his services his uh required um or mandatory uh years in the military uh he said that 
her music or her she was either debuting or she was like her popularity was on the rise so her music or her you know star or rise to fame whatever i don't know helped him and his buddies his comrades go through their military services so she knew he knew quite a bit about her which is kind of funny it's like since when did you know about this pop idol but it's fine we all we all we, we all hide things but um so very interesting um so so she's again she's a popular idol actress who is very talented but is not well liked by a lot of people has a lot of haters um you know like a lot of celebrities deal with this kind of issues this kind of bullying cyberbullying um but she also has to deal with her family because her dad is actually addicted to gambling and blackmails her to get money to and like she pretty much tells her give me money or else i'm gonna leak things to the press and it's just such a hard situation because he threatens her family threatens her little sister and she keeps getting caught up in different scandals that are misunderstandings and it's just it's just a sad sad life but i like this character i like that they finished off with this character because she yeah she was you know an idol yes she was like dealing with she was dealing with a lot of things but she held her own like nothing stopped her from being herself um there's this one scene where she stands up for a bully like she's nobody a lot of the reasons why people don't like her is because she doesn't put up with anyone's bs so like there'll be guys that that talk to her and then she'd be like what like i don't want to talk to you and they'd be like wow you don't have to be rude and she's like i literally do not have to talk to you or like she'll see another like idol bullying another girl and then she'll call them off she just calls anyone off tells it how it is believes in like human rights and people don't like that about her people want her to shut up and unfortunately but yeah that's pretty much the reason why she gets a lot of hate and because of everything that she's going through she ends up being one of their cases to save and as they go into you know because um the way that they work is like obviously it's a fantasy so grim reapers have like different special powers different abilities they have their like they use technology obviously to get like to see at what percentage you know the person is in like how much of a percentage they are in thinking of you know taking their own life um they get to see where they work at get to get have more information on them kind of like detectives um and they find a way to infiltrate their work world or whatever type of world they are so that they can um, go into as like, I don't know, I guess undercover so that they can keep an eye on the case and help them when, when they need to or find a little bit more about what the situation is. There's this one time, one episode, is, it was interesting where their entire software down in Jumadong was, which is, like, ironic because it's, like, it's Jumadong. Like, you guys work off of magic. But anyways, it's fine. Whatever we... It was a... It, it was a filler episode, okay? It was a filler episode. Let's just be honest. 
Um, and anyway, so they had to figure out themselves who was the case. All they could, all they knew was that it was it was someone within a certain company. So they went in as undercover part timers, and they got to know different people, employees, and were able to pinpoint who the case was. So stuff like that. So in this case, they uh, Kurion and Ringu is. Um, our bodyguards and Choi Jun Woon. By the way, he's Ro Woon. Um, is the manager? He plays. He plays. He is undercover as the manager. So, because she is a reincarnated reincarnation of Kudyun's maid, she has a soft spot. And when she gets like bullied like by different guys and are so like these guys are so disgusting at what the stuff they say about her the stuff that they lie about her and everything like she goes off on a rampage and she goes and beats a lot a lot of people up she gets caught and obviously there's a warrant out for arrest because she interfered or meddled within the land of the living because someone was streaming, talking really bad things about her. And so Kudion appears and starts beating him up and is captured live in this stream. And so now Hell or whoever, the guy, Mr. Ha, I think his name is, is out to arrest Kudion. Um, Triungu, Ryungu is... Um, <laughs> trying to stop her so that she's not does not get in her uh, so that Ku Miss Ku does not get herself into trouble but does not doesn't it just it's, she he can't he can't but um before that Miss Ku um Kurion tells Choi Jun Wong like your your assignment is to stick with her and the reason why is because turns out there's this one time where um, uh, Ryu Cho Hui faints and Jun Moon goes and picks uh, go gets her and picks her up and takes her to I don't know where to the hospital. She sees the red string that ties them together. So in this show, there's a red string, and I think. It's in, I think it's in South Korea, culture of South Korea, where they believe that there's soul ties. There's soul ties, pretty much. People are bound, they're tied together. And when you take your own life, you cut that tie with these people and you won't see them in their afterlife. You won't see them reincarnated. You won't have that bond anymore. So these two have that. She saw when he got her, when he picked her up. They had that string, this red string that were, were connected. She doesn't know why. She says, she's like, I don't know why. Ryungu's reaction was so funny. He's like, what? And he's like, she was like, calm down. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm just saying they have some kind of connection. So I don't know what it's implying. I thought it was implying like, hey, they're going to end up together later on in the future. Um, I don't know. That's what I'm implying. I'm kind of hoping on that because... I don't know. They were kind of cute together. <laughs> they were kind of cute. Like, it was a cute interaction. He was very sweet to her. He, like, helped her out and tried to make her feel. He's just the type of guy. And I feel like her, she does not take BS from anyone. Kind of like Miss Ku, Miss Kudion. So, 
And then you have him, who's like a big old rookie, uh, you know, clumsy, but so, so sweet. I think that would have been such a cute pairing. Um, And he does help her when she tries to, you know, actually, actually commit, you know, tries to hurt herself. And she runs into a car. Um... And ends up going to the hospital. He helps her. And when she's recovering, like, you see the interaction with them where he's taking care of her and stuff like that. So I, I <laughs> didn't show much, which is fine because it's not the point of the story. I wish they could have, but eh, again, I understand why they didn't. But the idea is good. Like, the idea of it, of them two, even though we barely met her in these two episodes, which is fine. Um, but the idea of that is like kind of cute, like, oh, like, okay, like, I hope, you know, anyways. And so pretty much the entire, the rest of these episodes is, you know, them helping the case, but then at the same time, you know, they're dealing with Gurion and her warrant for arrest. And Park Jung-il finds out because of um because of Jun Wung because he's trying to help Kurion try not to go back to hell because they're trying to arrest her and take her back to hell. He talks to the Jade Emperor and tells tells her like, hey, like she needs help. Like, are you not gonna help her? And he's like, she's like, what do you want me to do? You know? She pretty much provokes him to go talk to Park Jungle. Park Jungle. So he goes into cause he in episode 14, when we see the background um, of Kurion, is the reason why we see that is because the Jade Emperor, yeah, the Jade Emperor, um, because the Jade Emperor, who is played by um, Kim Hae-suk, uh, she, or oh, the director of Jomadong, that's what I just googled during, sorry, the director of Jomadong, is that a lot, Jade Emperor, director of Jomadong, Okay, same person. So the Jade Emperor um, tells Jun Wung, like, I'm going to tell you. Are you ready to hear about their past life? Are you willing to help them out? Kind of something like that. And then she's just like, yeah, I'm ready. And he, and that's how we learn about their entire backstory, which you find out about that she's from, obviously, the Joseon era. And it turns out that Parjun Igil and her were not only former first loves but husband and wife which is crazy it's like it's like so so good but their story was so tragic their story it i am not gonna go into detail what happened there you guys have to find out for yourself but pretty much it has to do with politics it has to do with um a certain group a people group that goes into south korea or or joseon and pretty much i don't know i guess ravaged the town where she was from steals a lot of women like destroy like they're in the middle of a war i I feel i feel like i'm I'm confusing people but in her backstory she's rich (laughs) and so is c so is he he um he is like 
an officer of the military, and so he goes off to war out one, uh, towards the end of their backstory. While he's gone, this people group that I do not remember, like what people group they, I don't know what not people group. I'm sorry, I don't know what like culture they are or what country they're from. I, don't, I cannot remember, and I am so so sorry. But they come in because I know that they have. They showed issues with, like... No, no, no. Okay, I'm not going to go into that. Anyways, um, so they go into where she lives and destroy the entire town, steal a lot of women. It's bad. It's really bad what they do. They, you know, they rape them. They steal them. They destroy. They kill people. And while they were trying to take her maid, which is... We just said who it was pop idol who was you know reincarnated um she tries to save her because that's like her best friend that's her family so she tries and while she does that she gets captured so they both get captured and they cap they get captured to go into where they are gonna live and in in that journey of going into where they were taking them they would get, like, beat, they would get hurt and, like, tortured, and I don't know if they would also rape them, but I'm sorry if I, if that's a triggering word, I'm sorry, but if they, you know, did all that, um, they, yeah, so she does something to escape, goes back to her town, and <laughs> they're so harsh, he comes back, and they just live a tragic life because nobody accepts whoever came back. They don't accept them at all. They treat them like dirt. They treat them like crap. They treat them as dirty because they were pretty much just like you were taken with them. We'd How do we know we can trust you? You were like, it was just really bad. I don't know how I can't I can't go much into detail, but she is just ostracized by her community there's so many rumors and then her mother-in-law is on her case like because it's such a like you guys have to remember this is an honor shame culture like if you are shamed it's better for them for you to die if like a woman who is a virgin who is not married is seen with a man they could be just friends but if they're seen alone for whatever reason it's better for someone to die it's that's just the way it is it's the way that it was that's just you know their culture and so uh, i'm sorry if i i hope i don't offend anyone it's just from you know based off of what i kind of a little bit of that i know but correct me if i'm wrong guys don't i i have no problem with that but in this case the mother-in-law was telling her it's better if you end yourself because you're ruining his life and so she's living with that where a community's telling her, you should have never came back. Mother-in-law's telling It's just horrible, guys. It's so bad. And she attempts to do it, and he tries to stop her. So they're fighting. Like, you can't do this. Like, what about me? Like, do you not care about me? You know, stuff like that. Until finally she does. And when she does that, she, you guessed it, the tie that they had, the red string gets tear, gets torn and so they never ever meet again she obviously dies is walking wandering for the rest of her life in hell 
until the Jade Emperor appears. So that's how you find out about um, uh, the pop idol, which is Ryu Choi Hui. And, and yeah, and that's how you know about the, the red string and you know like about the backstory and how he finds out. So fast forward to episode 15 and 16. Junwoo is trying to save Kudion, and so she, the only person that can help her is Park Jungil, and he goes to him, and he says, hey, like, please help her, please, please help her, like, she's in trouble, like, please, and then he's like, there's no way, and he's like, like, she deserves it, whatever, and she, because he knows that she, he's just like, you, you know, you, uh, you jerk, like, and then they go, like, they fight, whatever, and he's like, why don't you see for yourself why she's in your nightmares or your dreams? And so he's like, he's been curious about her because he has been, I didn't mention this, but yeah, she has been um, appearing in his dreams. She goes off into the Stella's team where, he, like I said before, they see people's dreams. They can go into their dreams and he finds out everything. Finds out everything. Finally, after 16 episodes, he finds out everything who he is who he was and who Gurion is to her and so he goes off and helps her save the day while she tries she tell he buys her some time so that they the three uh the rm team can go and help ryu uh Choi-hui help her to make sure that she doesn't um you know take her life make sure that her life is saved and um in the meantime, he takes the entire blame for everything that happened to her. And so he gets punished for uh, to be in prison for a month, I think. And yeah, and they have their interaction with each other. And like, there's like, I don't know. If, yeah, they have their, interu- their interaction and there seems to be some kind of amends with each other. And that's it. You don't really see much of an interaction or a romantic interaction with them. You just know that, hey, like, we know of each other and that's it and so that's it <laughs> so so that happens they're able to save Ryu Chuhi's life and um then from there once he's she realizes I get it now I get I get it now I get it I get who I was trying to save I was supposed to save myself because there's a point where she was going through a dark moment dealing with like her trying to save Ryu Choi Hui, trying to not have her deal live like it's like a modern version of what they went through, what what um Ryu Choi Hui was going through. And she's like, I cannot allow her to take her own life. I cannot allow her to go through the same thing that we went through when we were, you know, when we were alive together. And she, that put her in a dark place, and so she was, she was getting there. She was getting there in a dark place. Anyways, fast forward. She talks to Jade Emperor. She's like, "I know who you were talking about. Who I was supposed to save myself. It's only you could save yourself." And she was remembering, like, well, actually, it was Jun Wong who tells her, like, "Are you even happy? What's the point of you saving all these people's life if you yourself are not happy?" Such a great scene. Such a great scene. It's all over, like, Instagram, like, fall. Just check that out. It's it's such a great scene. And so she, it clicks on her, like, oh, my gosh, that's so true. 
I'm over here telling people that only they can make that choice to live another day. And I'm over here not following my own advice. And it just, it's good. It's like, okay, it's good. It's a, it's a good, it's a good conclusion. And yeah, pretty much it's time, uh, you know, once she realizes that Jada Bird tells her like, Hey, you know, let's have Junwoo go home earlier you know, it's about to be six months. It's fine. Let's have him go home. He's done a great job here. Um, and that's it. And so she, they say their goodbyes. They have their moment. He's sad, but he's ready to go. And he wakes up. And I love, I love the moment where he wakes up because obviously he, when he wakes up, he forgets his, he loses his memory. He doesn't remember anything about, you know, being a groom reaper, anything at all. Um, so he doesn't know, he's like, he wakes up and he's like, why am I here? And then his mom wakes up and like, cause his mom was there sleeping next to him. And so she's hugging him and kissing him and like telling him like, I'm so proud of you. Like, oh my gosh, that's just a sentimental moment. And then his sister walks in is like, you know, like playfully hitting him like, oh my gosh, like why it took you so long? It's such a beautiful, beautiful moment. I loved it. I love that moment. Like, I watched it, like, so many times because it was just, like, oh, that's such a heartfelt moment. Because, yeah, like, six months not knowing if he was going to be alive and, you know, not knowing whether to continue to wait for him. And there he was, awake, and it was just so sweet. And the, the beginning of the story, he was having issues finding a job. And the conclusion for him, um, we see there's a time jump, just, like, six months. Six months later, he gets his job. And um, the way that this story concludes that he gets his job, uh, I think, so Ryungu and um, Kudion obviously work together. It looks like maybe Park Chung-gil works with them. I can't. I know that he appeared towards the end. I don't know if he appeared because the, okay. So he, okay, so let me just, Jun Moon, uh, Ryungu's character, is working and notices a guy that's being mistreated by someone else, by a boss or by a manager and he gets mistreated really badly he notices him he notices how down he is he notices how the more like day by day he gets depressed and things like that and one day as he was leaving he had a feeling that he had to he just had a bad feeling so he returns work goes to the balcony or goes to the terrace and sees that co-worker about to jump off and so he tries to stop him tries to convince him and he they both decide he you see him get like these like text messages for free tickets for and yep Ryu Chohi's concert and it's like I don't know if that's like a hint like hmm are they gonna meet again in like you know as human to human (laughs) um so he's like he finds out that this guy's co-worker is a fan of hers or is a fan of, like, K-pop. So he tells her, he tells, like, he's like, there's nothing happy. There's no reason for me to be here alive. And Jun was like, just, what if we, what if, like, hey, like, have a ticket. Like, it's for tomorrow. Like, come on. Like, just, just try it out. Just check it out. And then he's like, by myself, like, I'll go with you. Like, let's go together. Like, I'll be your friend, you know? Like, but please please give yourself another chance, and then just, like, find the happiness in the little things, you know, like, 
John Woo being John Woo, like he's amazing, and he agrees, and so they become friends, and it that might be like a little hint, like ooh, they might, you know, the girl and John Woo may meet later on. Who knows? I don't know. That maybe or that's just me. Maybe it's just me. So and then you see the three Park Jung Il, Kudian, and Ryung in the corner. Like, they had came to help this case, and he had already saved them. And they're just looking at him, like, all proud, like, wow, we taught him well. Like, it's just, he, even even when he has no idea, he's still interfering. Like, he's still helping out. He's still, like, meddling. Um, so, their three were there. So, I don't know if Park Jun Yeo showed up because he's about to collect a soul or because he's part of the RM team. I'm hoping that he became part of the RM team um, because... Once he found out, like, because he used to hate people who took their life, but once he found out who Kurion was in his life and why she ended up taking her life, like, it was just a shift of how he felt about that, people like that, about people who went through that pain. So, I don't know. We don't know. It doesn't say that. I just know that he's not wearing all black anymore. He's just wearing a gray suit, which he looked beautiful <laughs> um but we don't know it looked like them i'm gonna say maybe they are on the same team um working together that'd be great and then we there was a hint again that he was gonna that june moon was gonna go into Ryu choi hui's concert maybe they would have met there who knows it doesn't go off there it just shows him like seeing the coworker off and he's like looks at them and they're just staring at him and then he's like who are you guys and he's like they're just like uh where used to be your old bosses and he's like what are you talking about and then they're like uh you'll figure it out in the next 50 years when you die and they're he's like what are you talking about and then he's like who are you and they like walk away and then she turns around she's like we're grim reapers and that's it that's how it ends simple story not much the love story was park jr and Gudeon's past life. Um, Ryungu didn't have a love story. He had a his story. Okay, so I thought that each character was gonna have their own background, but that was not the case. Gudeon and Park Junyeol had their background. Ryungu had their background. I for Junwoo. <laughs> I was upset because I thought that they were going to show more of him. I was upset because I thought that they cheated him off of that. Because they didn't really go into detail with him. But I have to say that I understand because he was a special case where he was still living. And you see him kind of like... He still has his own issues that he has to work with in real time, you know, in his real life. The only time is when they saw um, there was a case where she had met an officer or like a military man that saved her when she was younger. So this old lady sees Jun Woon and is like, you look just like him. So that was his reincarnated version. That's the only time. You see that, and then you see him being tied to the pop idol, and you see like just little things from when he was younger. But that's it. You just kind of they focus more more on his character and the impact that he makes on the team, which is good. But background story is all about Kudion and Park Jung Il. That's the main climax 
But I have to say, even though, of course, like, it was such a sad story. Yes, it was great. Uh, you know, like, definitely, like, shocker, all that stuff. Um, but my favorite one has to be Ryungu's backstory. I love those episodes. Like, they went into, what he, you know, his backstory about his mom and how... I'm not going to go into detail, um, but they show the tragic story of how he saw his mom hang herself and the reason and um and her backstory and obviously his backstory and how he grew up and how he found out about his mom and um and why he ended up being a groom reaper so that one day he was able to see his mom uh his mom reincarnated and live a better life than she did. And when time came by, like he, cause you would see him kind of like clock off every, every single day on the dot. And we didn't know why he would just, you would think like, Oh, he's just like on time. He just like, just works at a certain time. And he's very, again, like that's it. I'm, I'm 11 o'clock. I'm done. But we find out that he gets off because he, has been trying to look for his mom the reincarnated version of his mom and he finally finds her and he sees her and she's pregnant she looks happy um but in the next episode she's an actual case because she ends up losing the baby and so he doesn't know that she just knows he just sees her happy and then that's it he drops it um and (laughs) Um, sorry, Rubun or well, Jun Wung and Kurion find out that he's a case. Do, do not tell her. Try to help her until finally they enlist his help and tell him and tell him, even though they didn't want to. And so he goes and talks to her and is able to help. And in that, he finds healing for himself because of of what he went through with her and things like that. And Towards the end of that episode, you see her just, like, happier and, like, you know, is healing, going through healing because of what she went through. And he shows up. And he shows up. I think it was at a beach. And he's, like, he looks at her. They look at each other. And he's, like, I'm so sorry. Let me be selfish for one moment. Snaps his finger. And she remembers. It's, like, not the reincarnated version, but his mom. And he tells her about everything asks for forgiveness tells her that he loved her and everything and snaps his fingers and like leaves and it's just it was my favorite it was such a great concluding story for uh, um park jung and kurion it's not a not too much of a conclusive story they deal with suffering and that's it like later on they find out but there's not much of a conclusive story you just find out that they (laughs) were meant to go through that tragedy and it's just so sad and for Jumung again like you don't see much you see a good conclusive story because he's able to you know go back you know wake up from his coma and live a normal life and things like that but yeah other than that I feel like this whole show could have been a movie it's just weird it's like this whole entire show could have just been one movie and I would have been fine with that like it's weird. It's like it. 
my only issue with this is that the background of her we could have found out earlier and then Park Jung-il, like, it's fine if he finds out later on. But it was just kind of like a little bit weird because they had to go through these cases that didn't, some of them did correlate with them, but some of them didn't. So it was kind of like, ooh, where are we going with this? Or like, the problem with me is that I couldn't differentiate if this story was about just these Grim Reapers going through case by case by case, or if it was about these Grim Reap this Grim Reapers specifically and their story. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if this this would have worked better if this was a type of story that this show was it was a show that runs for more than one season. Kinda like let's see like I don't know, like, um, wait, like, those criminal episodes or, like, detective shows where it's, like, case by case by case, that could have worked, that could have worked for this type of show, um, or a movie, it could have been a movie, it, I, I don't know, I feel like if they would have done what they did with, um, Hotel de Luna, it would have worked because each story circled back at the end. But it's just the way that they unraveled for Mon Wool was like so good. They just did it so well. And here was like so many episodes where it had nothing to do with their background. So it was like, um, what? You know, like, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. It was just kind of. Like, I followed along, but I was, like, it was just really hard for me to separate, if that makes sense. But, yeah, I think that would be my complaint. I feel like if they would have, if they would have condensed the cases, if they wouldn't have been per two episodes, maybe that would have been better. Like, I feel like the cases that, the cases with Ryungu, that's fine. It was two episodes. Cases at the end, like, it's fine because it has to do with Junwoo. Like, cases that correlate with the main characters themselves, that's fine. But other than that, I feel like they shouldn't have... I feel like they could have done two per episode instead of one per two episodes. You know what I'm saying? That is that is a complaint of mine. Um, I liked how the main two... Park Jung-il and... Gurion were were pretty mysterious, but I don't know. It was just very hidden between other stuff, and I, I don't know. <laughs> it was hidden between other stuff that it was. It did work. Trust me. Like I loved it. I loved it. But in between, there was. I just wanted more of the main characters that's it there was a lot on these cases which it's not bad but it's each episode is like an hour and something minutes and they i feel like they spend so much on different characters that are not the main characters that that was starting to kind of bother me a little bit um 
the good thing is that you're able to see the teams grow together and you know form a camaraderie a former friendship form a teammanship that's not a word um but it's funny because you see Jun Moon be a rookie and like get himself into trouble and stuff like that but I just the order of episodes could have been better um they didn't have to spend too much time on characters that were not the main characters I don't think um even though I liked I love I I have to say I like the concept a lot I love the fact that it's like you have Grim Reapers and you have a risk management team that are made up of Grim Reapers who are trying to save souls that are trying to end their life. Like, that is an interesting um, premise for me. I I like that concept a lot. But, but I think they could have been, they could have done a little bit better. Was it a great show? Yes. Now, do I recommend it? If you like fantasy, if you like Park Jung-yil, or not Park Jung-yil, sorry. Um, well, yeah, pretty much. If you, if you, <laughs> if you like fantasy, if you like uh, comedy, if you like action, if you love Lee Soo-hyuk, Roon, and Kim Soo-hee, uh, Kim Hee-sun, I'm sorry, and now Yoon Ji-yeon, he was amazing. Those characters were beautiful, okay? I love them. I love the casting. I love the actors. They were beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, if you like those, you would enjoy them because they they have pretty good chemistry. They have pretty good chemistry. Action is really good. There's some really, really great action sequences. CGI is not that bad either. Um, again, it's just the story that is not bad, let me know if you guys read the webtoon and, and let me know what you guys feel about it. It's not bad. It's just I feel like they took too much time on characters that weren't going to last or had nothing to do with the main plot or the main premise or the main like big reveal, if that makes sense. But I like how it concluded. It was like not too much. It wasn't too flashy. It didn't need to. It wasn't like a love story where I want everyone to have kids and get married and see weddings. Like, that's fine. Like, we didn't need that for this show. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but again, like, I'm going back to like, I wish they spent more time on these characters. Like, I was left with wanting more. Okay, yeah, there you go. That's, I think that's what it is. I was not satisfied. <laughs> I was like, the con- the ending of the show was good i liked it but i was not satisfied with the with the characters like i wanted to know more about the characters i wanted to know what happened with park jungil and kurion like ryungu like i wanted to know if john Woon and what's your face was gonna meet up like <laughs> yeah those were my main issues guys those those were my main issues with this show would i rewatch the show i have to say that the only reason why I would rewatch is just to watch Rowoon again. I know. I know that's so bad. And, and yes, Rowoon and, um, sorry, <laughs> Lee Soo Hyuk. Like, he, I loved every minute that he was in. I just watched the judges for him. Like, forget, like, I love Rowoon. Like, I love him. Like, I'm in love with him. <laughs> but Lee Soo Hyuk, like, he, 
he was beautiful. He killed it. He killed it. He didn't show up to a, in a in a lot of these uh, episodes. He would show like for two seconds, which was a bummer. But even within those two seconds, five seconds, like he killed it. He freaking killed it. I wish, I wish there was more of him. And then Jun Moon, like he was great too. Like Ruin's character, I loved his character, loved his facial expressions. Um, I wish that he developed a bit, a bit more and getting better, but I mean, to be fair, it was just six months. So I understand why he was still a rookie. Um, and I want to see more ring, ring, like, sorry, it was my phone's pop socket, but, um, yeah, yeah. I just wanted more to know about those three characters, but, but it's fine. Um, other than that, I would only rewatch it just to see those two, just to, just because like, I really like the characters and the actors. Like, they did so well and they look so good. Like, I would rewatch it just for that. Um, I wouldn't rewatch it like some other one, other shows that are absolutely my favorite that I enjoy every aspect of it. It wasn't that case. Um, I love the opening theme and the opening scene of this show. Like, I never skip intro. You know how you have that option to skip intro? I never, like, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um yeah i guess you have to say i have to say i recommend it to people who like fantasy who love lisu um who love lisu hyuk who love Ramon. you guys love those two check it out just give it a chance um give it a chance it's a it's a good momentum at the beginning and then towards the middle is like uh, but then just push forward i say try it and push forward you'll be happy <laughs> you i can't guarantee if you like it or not but just try to push forward and give it a chance that's my verdict <laughs> that's my that's that's what i think i don't know let me know guys that's pretty much what i thought overall i uh i loved it. i want to see more of Rawoon. Um, and I want to see more Lee Soo Hyuk. That's it. That and Ryun Jion, who you know played Ryungu, Ri- and and see and um, his son obviously. But I just didn't see enough of Lee Soo Hyuk. Like I just needed to see more of him. Um, but yeah, guys, I guess that's my overall my overall thoughts. I did have more, but I think I'm gonna end it there because. I really thought about it and I rewatched some clip and I think I really liked it. I think I liked it. I didn't like it as much as um, Snowdrop or our beloved summer, those shows that I just recently watched. Didn't like it as much, but the performances were, were up there. It's very hard to explain. The show itself is not it's not it's gonna be maybe an mm, i don't want to lie to myself because i am biased for wound but um the performance themselves are definitely up there on my top but the show uh, uh, in its entirety i don't think would be my top for now maybe i need to rewatch it i don't know um but there's so many clips that i absolutely love like i really like this show i'm just gonna say that i really like the show 
did it bump up some of my favorites overall? New. Did some of the parts and performances, you know, bump up some other ones? Maybe, yeah, sure, they did. They were great performances in this show. So very hard workers. The actors did a great, wonderful job in this uh, in this show, I think. I think it's worth a watch. Um, overall, will it be your favorite? Maybe. But I think just watch out for Lee Soo Hyuk and his, like, he is he kills it Ruwoon like how many facial expressions is he gonna surprise us with like I wanna see like there's this one where he's trying on his suit like who is he like he's great he's obviously great and then Ryungu I've never seen him before and you know or Jion I've never seen him before but he was he was not bad looking either but he did really great too like when he cried he had me crying um so great performances overall and i would say check it out i'm not gonna say i highly highly recommend it i'm not gonna say that um fortunately but i say give it a shot i'll let's end it there <laughs> give it a shot <laughs> give it a chance and and let me know what you guys think let me know if you guys decided to check it out or didn't or didn't like it or did like it or think i'm crazy and think that this is definitely has to be my top just let me know let me know what you guys think let me know what you think about tomorrow and the performances i say watch it just to check out their performances because these four main characters were they're amazing um so yeah guys thank you so much for joining me today thank you for hearing my thoughts and you know just bearing with me on this finale of tomorrow let me know if you guys ended up watching it after all or didn't or didn't care um but i hope you guys enjoyed please have a wonderful day we got this you got this we all got this thank you so much for joining me here at the k drama cafe podcast